another edition of the Boilers Extra podcast on this Saturday night following Purdue's 80-68 victory over Indiana State at Mackey Arena. Uh, this base, It doesn't wrap up the non-conference season because Purdue will play Notre Dame uh, a week from today down at uh, Banker's Life as part of the Crossroads Classic. That game will tip about 2 o'clock. Uh, they still haven't set the television for that yet, but it'll likely be on one of the ESPN channels since it technically is a an ACC home game. Uh, but that's kind of the schedule for next week. But, you know, this was the end of kind of the first part of the schedule uh, for the Boilermakers. Uh, now the deep end awaits on Wednesday and then as you get into 2020 because, you know, we've talked about that before. You know all about the schedule. Uh, Ohio State will open the Big Ten play next Wednesday and then so on and so on and so forth. Uh, you know what's coming up. But, you know, re- regarding uh, Saturday night's game, um, uh, as, you know, I, I, I think was pretty well predicted and uh, everyone kind of had an idea that uh, Matt Painter would juggle his starting lineup uh, for, for the game, and he did. Uh, you know, Zach Edney got to start at center in place of uh, Travion Williams. Mason Gillis got to start at uh, the four position, power forward, in, in, instead of Aaron Wheeler. And then Eric Hunter uh, took over the starting point guard duties uh, from Isaiah Thompson. And, uh, you know, that was the least of the, of, of the three uh, changes there because, you know, it was Hunter's job at the beginning of the year even when practice started, but then he got hurt and was out four weeks and came back Tuesday and played. So Hunter moving in the starting lineup, absolutely no surprise. And really no surprise with Gillis, the way that he played Tuesday, the way that he's kind of been playing uh, in the first few games. You know, here's a guy that hasn't played competitive, organized basketball uh, since his junior year at Newcastle. This is senior year, redshirted at Purdue. Uh, so... Uh, no surprise there. Maybe maybe the one surprise, if if there was one, uh, would have been uh, Zach Eady uh, in place of, of Travion Williams. But I, I think I think Matt Painter felt like he, he needed to do something to uh, to give uh, Travion whether it's a wake up call or just you know what what you're doing up to this point hasn't been good enough and. You know, in your team and your teammates need more from you. And um, and if you know the stat line, they got a lot from Travion uh, tonight. Uh, you know, the key question is: Does you know, does Matt Painter stay with the same lineup tonight, or go back to the old one? Because the guys that he uh, benched, lack for a better term. Uh, Travion had 30 points and 11 rebounds, and uh, Aaron had 10 points and a career-high 13 rebounds. So, uh, you know, they responded to whatever message Matt was trying to get across. Um, both played well. You know, Travion got got off to a slow start. He was 0 for 4, but then hit 9 of his last 10, and he was just more assertive. He hit the shots. You know, a lot of it is he just hit shots that he'd been taking all year. Um, you know, he was able to get deep position, or as Eric Hunter said, he got two feet in the paint every time. Uh, he played strong. He went up strong. He had a lot of dunks. Um, but again, I, you know, I really think you got to, you know, keep in mind that 
you know, this this was Indiana State. This is not Ohio State. Ohio State. Although I think Indiana State's going to have a good year uh, if they can get some games in. Um, they, they do have a nice team. They just didn't. They don't have the size and the strength to deal with Zach Eady or uh, Travion Williams. They just they don't have that. But Ohio State will. Notre Dame will. Uh, Iowa will. Uh, Rutgers will. I mean, on on down the line, Illinois will. Uh, so, you know, they, they've got a. Um, they're going to have to deal with that. But I I, I think. The way I kind of sum up tonight, it was just kind of a good way to go into uh, the Big Ten season. Uh, and, you know, you, they don't have the same number of games they've had in the past. So a lot of what they're still trying to work on um, is just going to get ironed out in games if it gets ironed out at all. And, they, you know, they just have to do it. And, you know, everybody's in the same boat. Not everybody's where they need to be. As you start Big Ten play, there, you know, Iowa looks really good. Illinois got beat tonight by Missouri, but they're still one of the top teams. And Wisconsin's up there, Michigan State's up there, uh, but not everybody's where they want to be heading into the Big Ten season. Like you would like a few more games uh, to to really, you know, feel better about going into the conference season. But you know, this is what you have to deal with this year. But you know, this, the the new starting lineup didn't help Purdue get off to a good start and that really hasn't been their problem uh, for the most part this year it's it's not the it's not slow starting it's slow finishing and you know they were down 10 to 1 tonight and you know Matt had to call timeout and uh, kind of get, get them more organized you know they picked it up defensively uh, but then they had those breakdowns defensively late in the game where Indiana State was able to, to get backdoor cuts or, you know, they hit some tough shots. You know, Purdue would get out to a lead. You know, they get it up to 10 or 11, and then all of a sudden it's down to 6. Or, uh, they, you know, they get it up back to 10, and then it's at 5. Uh, so uh, they, they there's a lot of things that they need to improve on defensively before they get to Wednesday. Um because as you know, Big Ten teams exploit that stuff, regardless of how much non-conference experience that they have. Uh, just because everybody knows each other in the Big Ten. Uh, but you know, Purdue settled down. You know, they, then they started feeding the ball to Travion, uh, and he finished. You know, he finished. He had a he had a good night shooting. Had a good night rebounding. Um, and he needs to he needs to take this forward. You know, he's not going to get 30 every game. It, it, it doesn't work that way, but they need him to be efficient and effective inside when he gets the ball, and he needs to go up strong. He got to the free throw line, uh, something he didn't do at Miami. Um, and then they need Zach Eady to, you know, to, to not be called for offensive fouls, and he's getting he's getting fouls called on him because he's big, and in part because officials don't know how to officiate a 7-4 guy um, so that's going to be an issue all year for Purdue and the big men uh, but you know combined you got 40 points out of those uh, that position and that's that's kind of what you're looking at but they need they need Travion to really be you know I think coming into the year Travion was was kind of the centerpiece 
of Purdue's offense. The Purdue was going to play through its big guy. They were going to play inside. Um, and they've done it a little bit, but they haven't done it to the level they did tonight. Uh, and the reason they haven't done it as much is because Travion has not been as effective. Uh, his shooting percentage was you know, well below 50%, which is not, you know, it's it's not acceptable for, for a guy of his talent, his size, uh, to, to be shooting like that. Uh, he did better finishing tonight. He dunked. He still tried to tip the ball a little bit more, tip it in instead of just grabbing the ball, rebounding it, and then going back up strong and dunking. Uh, he, you know, he tried that early. I think he had three tips that didn't go in. Um, but they still need him to play stronger around the basket. And then, you know, you hope between Edie and, and Travion that, you know, you get solid production out of the, out of the post. Um, but, you know, we'll see once the, once the Big Ten season starts. But, um, but you know, Aaron Wheeler really, um, whether it was coming off the bench or whatever it was or just, just the opponent, um, you know, really his rebounding was really key. And that's something, you know, I know we all – media, fans, everybody get caught up in how many three-pointers he's missed and uh, things like that. He missed a whole lot last year, uh, but he did rebound pretty consistently last year, and that's something he did tonight. Um, he had a putback uh, uh, late in the game that extended the lead. He also had a block that that uh, prevented Indiana State, I think, from cutting, cutting it to either four or five. Uh, so uh, but Purdue needs the Aaron Wheeler, the energetic Aaron Wheeler, to show up in Big Ten play. Purdue's not going to get 10 points and 13 rebounds out of him every night, but they need the guy to to, to get the one or two rebounds that, that matter, that clean up a defensive possession or an offensive possession where on a miss you get you get a basket or you get fouled and you get to the free throw line. Uh, but they need him to bring some energy on the defensive end and on the rebounding. And then the, the offense, the shots, his three-pointers will take care of themselves uh, as you get as you get deeper in the season. So, you know, good signs, I think, for Travion and Aaron. But, you know, I, I also think it leaves still leaves some questions because, you know, they've got to do it you know, against Big Ten teams. You know, Purdue is 0-2 against ACC schools, which are Power 5 schools. And, you know, they, they've got to beat those type of teams. You know, that's what, you know, obviously that's what the Big Ten is. And that's what Notre Dame is. Um, you know, I think they've, you know, other than, uh, you know, they, they've, take, they, they've beaten the teams that they should have beat. Uh, the Liberties, the Oaklands, the Valparaisos, the Indiana States. You know, they did what they had to do to win those games. Um, but they didn't, you know, they didn't beat Clemson and they didn't beat Miami. Now, they probably should not have beaten Clemson because they got, they just got taken out of their game by the turnovers. But they should have beat Miami. And they didn't. And turnovers you know, cost them in that game, and it almost cost them tonight. They had 19 turnovers. Uh, 
in the, in the game against Indiana State. And 19 turnovers is going to get you beat by 40 in the Big Ten. And they they've got to they've got to bring that number down. That's you know in in reality, eight to twelve is probably where this team should be at. I think Eric Hunter said maybe nine to eleven, but um, they they just have to do a better job of taking care of the ball. Uh, they didn't face a lot of pressure tonight. You know, Indiana State did do some um, you know not not full court pressing, but. Um, Forced Purdue to to make some, you know, make some passes, uh, you know, to, to challenge them just a little bit. But you know, Big Ten teams are just going to get are going to get after you, and they're going to hound you. They're going to hack you. They're going to you know do all the things that Big Ten teams do. And Purdue has to to just to really be strong, and they can't have turnovers that go the other way, pick sixes. Um, you know, if you're going to have 19 turnovers, 15 of them better be dead ball turnovers. Where it goes out of bounds, at least it gives you a chance to, to set your defense. But, you know, that's the, to me, that's the one thing right now. And th- there's other things, but this is that's the one thing going into the Big Ten season that uh, I think is uh, so concerning uh, about this team. They, they really have not fix their turnover issue against teams that don't pressure a lot. Clemson did. They turned it over 22 times. Eric Hunter wasn't there. Uh, Jaden Ivey wasn't there. Doesn't mean that it would have gone from 22 to 5, but you do have a ball handler back with Eric Hunter. Uh, he should be able to, to help lighten that load a little bit and keep those numbers down to a respectable level. Uh, because they just they can't they can't go into a Big Ten game and expect to win by committing I think 15 or more turnovers. Um, and if you're gonna you know they got away with it tonight because they shot 50 some percent, and you know a lot of that was Travion, you know two feet from the basket. But you, you overcome turnovers by shooting a high percentage. But when you shoot 40 percent and you turn over 19 times, you're gonna get beat going to get beat badly and they they've they've got to fix that um and they've got to fix it quick uh because ohio state's going to get after them uh and then everybody else is you know once once the big 10 teams see that blood in the water um it's they're they're just going to continue to do it until purdue can 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 stop it and there's there's some things they need to clean up defensively as well um, Indiana State burned them on some backdoor cuts uh, tonight. Uh, so they, they've got, you know, they've got some issues on both ends of the floor that they've got to fix before uh, Wednesday. And if they can, if they can, if they, you know, if they can take a big step forward um, uh, going into Wednesday, then they got they got a chance to get off to a good start in Big Ten play. But if they if, if it's still some of the same problems that they had in some of the non-conference games, then they're gonna they're gonna have some issues. Uh, but anyway, uh, they got to win. Uh, now they get ready to for Ohio State, and um, we'll see where this thing goes. Uh, you know, I, again, I think there's a lot of questions about them right now uh, that need to get answered. 
Um, and it may, it may not get it. They may not get answered in these first couple weeks of the big 10 season. It may be a little bit, uh, before they can navigate through that schedule and kind of see where they, where they are when they come out on the other end of that after January 2nd, uh, when they play, uh, Illinois, but it's going to be tough. They're going to have to be mentally tough to, to get through this thing. They have to be physically tough. Uh, they're, they're really going to have to, I think they're going to have to step up their game in a lot of areas, uh, to avoid, uh, you know, some things that, that could happen to them, uh, during, uh, during the stretch, but, you know, it begins Wednesday, whether they like it or not. And, uh, you know, the game is at home. That's a, that's a positive form, but, um, they need to, uh, they need to clean up some things, uh, heading into, into that game to really, uh, you know, help them get off to a good start, uh, in big 10 play. Alrighty, uh, coming up on Sunday, uh, we're supposed to learn what's going to happen with crossover week with football. We'll see if uh, Purdue's going to be part of that mix. Uh, what happens? Uh, still a lot of questions regarding that. And uh, I believe based on what happened Saturday, Purdue will finish fifth in the Big Ten West. And uh, what that means, I have no idea. Uh, if they're doing true crossover games, then... Purdue would probably play the fifth place team from the East, but I have no idea if they're going to, you know, what these pairings are going to look like, what these matchups are going to look at, look like. And the bottom line is whether Purdue can even uh, play. Although Minnesota was out 33 players on Saturday and went to Nebraska and won. And as you know, Minnesota was out 20 some players against Purdue and won the game uh, as well. I guess the Gophers don't need a full roster to, to win games. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Anyway, as again, as we said, uh, basketball, Big Ten play, Wednesday, football, kind of TBA right now. And uh, we'll be back throughout the week to kind of recap and look ahead to, to what's coming up. Appreciate you stopping by. And if you have questions, concerns, uh, reach out. We'll try to get those answered for you as quickly uh, and as efficiently as, as we can. Until next time, have a good day, and uh, thanks for stopping by.